happy happy hour, Tom. Happy happy hour to you too, Pat. I mean, it's a little late for happy hour. I mean, it's eight o'clock here, but you know, hey, it's well, it's cool. nine o'clock here, so there you go. Any hours happy hour, right? As long as it's afternoon. Um, I know it's illegal in Massachusetts to have a happy hour where you offer Discount the two for one drinks and yeah. stuff like that. But traditionally, wasn't it like five o'clock when people got off work? Five o'clock somewhere, man. Yeah, true, true. Well, so the other day, so I think it was Friday, Hannah was going out to drop the kids off at school. It was like seven in the morning. And mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to go to Walmart afterwards. And I was like, hey, do you mind grabbing me some uh, Truly Lemonades while you're out? <laughs> she texted me back. It was like, uh, can I even buy those right now? Can so you? In, Miss- in Mississippi, you can start buying booze at 6 a.m. Damn. Yeah, the whole blue law thing, like, I don't, I don't understand it. Well, it's one of those things, like, I actually have bought booze at 6 a.m. before because I just happened to be at the gas station. So I was like, whatever. I'm yeah. here. I'm just going to buy it. But it was just funny to, like, I can go buy booze at 6 in the morning. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> as long as you weren't drinking it at 6 a.m. That's right. It was 7 a.m., so it's okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Not, you had to get home first. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so how are you, bud? I'm good. I was watching um, while I was waiting for you to be ready. Mm-hmm. I was watching the movie Safe House with Denzel Washington mm-hmm. and Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I have like 12 one. minutes left. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Michaela came in at one point and she was like, oh, I'm going to hop in the shower and then go to bed. And I was like, okay. And then she like stayed and she was like talking to the dog. And I was like, I'm, I'm trying to finish this movie. <laughs> I was like, I only have so much time. I was like, so I'll blame her. That's a good movie, though. I like that one. It is a good movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good one. It's I like on, that one. It's on HBO. So, Tom, I see you're drinking some lager there. What are you drinking? Um, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not sure why I picked it, but I was at uh, Total Wine. Shout out Total Wine. And I bought Moosehead Canadian Lager. There you go. Which isn't good nor bad. It's somewhere right in the middle. Um, what does it taste like? It tastes like any other lager. It's okay. it's really light. It's not a light beer, but it's just like a light taste, you know? It's green bottle. It's cool. Um, I was going to say, I think I like it because of the, the green bottle. Yeah, it's different. I think if I was going to rank the, the order of appearance, I like green bottles first, then brown, and then clear. Okay. I don't know why. I just like I like the green glass. I, don't I, know. I do. I do like different colored. Like you know, I mean, not the Heineken I like, but like Heineken's in a green bottle. Like yeah, it just kind of gives you a little bit of fancy. It's just different. Fanciness. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. What about you? Can I guess? Go ahead. Um, I don't know if you opened it while we were recording. Well, now I can see it. <laughs> well, now I saw you drink it, but I was gonna say I heard you crack open a, a can. And, well, uh, I was going to guess that it was a truly. I, I drank something earlier that is so girly. So girly. What? Rum and raspberry lemonade. <laughs> How is that girly? That sounds amazing. It, it was so good. <laughs> yeah. So what, good. What's girly about that? Uh, the fact that it's pink. I don't give a shit. If it tastes good, it tastes good, man. It's good, man. 2021. That's Don't right. be shamed by your drinks, people. That's right. That's right. Mm-mm. So, Tom, what are you up to this week? Um, Nothing. Same old. I think we're getting more snow tomorrow. Yeah, my mom sent me some pictures today. I was like, holy crap. Did she get a lot? Well, she probably got the same amount as you. You'd be surprised. Even I, um, I, I live in Middleton. So and like half my was... town got like 
four inches, not even. And the other half of town got, which is where I live, got like, you know, 13 well, inches. My dad was telling me, he's like, yeah, Saugus the other day got like three inches of snow and they got like a foot and a half. So he's like, it's it's so weird right now. The snow is like, the line between snow bands is so yeah local. So, yeah. Well, it was 65 degrees today down here. So I'm jealous. It was cold out here, man. Yeah. It's cold it in nice. these streets. It was nice, nice, nice. Uh, it's supposed to get down to like single digits this week. Uh, let me tell you what the temperature is right now. It's uh, 55 degrees right now. I'll take it. Yeah, that's right. How long is the sun out for there? Uh, actually, it's getting later and later. I think around 6 p.m. at this point. Oh, I'd like that. Yep. I'd like so. that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Did you watch the uh, the old Super Bowl? I don't have cable, so no, I did not. Oh, there you go. Um, unimpressive game. Well, it was a blowout, so yeah. Yeah. There was a streaker. I, I saw that. I don't know if you caught that. He wasn't actually naked. Yeah, he's wearing, wearing like a one-piece bathing suit. Yeah. Um, he almost made it to the end zone. They got him on like the one-yard line. There you go. Hey, uh-huh. I mean, if you're going to streak, that's the time to do it. There's no one at the stadium, so. Uh, yeah, except for the millions of people watching. You know, whatever. Uh, commercials were kind of lame. Yeah, they, that's what. So, the, you know what? I, I read an article. At, well, not read an article, but I heard a news story that they were saying that actually a lot of places like pulled out of the Super Bowl this year because of uh, they just they didn't have the money to do it yeah so there was a lot of there was not as many commercial opportunities as there was in past years um also something about Bud, Budweiser said that they weren't gonna spend the money on a commercial they were gonna donate the money to like a food bank or something like that hey more power to you then but then I still saw like Bud Light commercials so like, oh. <laughs> Bud Light and Budweiser are different man they are, but not when they're owned <laughs> by the same company. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, Jeep had a good one that I liked. It was like two minutes long. It was, it was a long one with that Bruce Springsteen. Um, Cheetos had a good one Yeah. with Mila Kunis and Aston Kutcher. And they changed the words to It Wasn't Me by Shaggy yeah. to like, Oh, I caught you snacking on the sofa. And she's like, it wasn't me. And he's like, I even saw you on the camera. And she's like, it wasn't me. And she's eating all the snacks. And then Shaggy's in the commercial. And he's like, yeah, man, just stick with it. Just keep saying it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Like, is it Super Bowl funny? No. No. But, you know, did it make me laugh? Yes. Well, it made you laugh. That's all that matters, man. Yeah, Mila Kunis is looking real good. She's a snack if I ever saw one. Do you know she was like 14 when she was on that 70s show? 15. Get it right. Was she 15? Yes. She lied about her age so that she could work and then... Hey, good for her. After she was already on it, they found out that she was underage. And I was like, yeesh. Like, what, whatever. Yeah. YOLO. I guess, man. <laughs> um, That was a fun show, that 70s show. I actually enjoy it. It's a good, like, it's a good, like, just um, show you can just put on a watch. You know what I mean? I was going to say, I don't think I have any... T- I used to love it at the time. Yeah. Like, love it. I used to watch an FX when it had all the reruns on, like back in the day. I don't think I could go back and rewatch it. Like, I just no, have no interest. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah. I wouldn't either. But, like, when it was on, I, I used to watch it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you finish Archer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm all caught up. Good. I am not. Are you? I have the last season to watch. You got to watch it. I know. Talk about it. I know. Oh, I'll get to it. Someday... Uh, so you you're drinking truly what? I don't think we, we squashed straight, that. Straight lemonade. Oh, the OG lemonade. The OG lemonade. OG. 
That's cool. That's cool. So, that's cool. That's cool. You know, it, it is what it is. That's what I drink. One of these days, you're going to drink something that's not um, truly. Oh, I drink tr- non-truly all the time. Not on our show. I know. It's I'm either trying get, I'm trying truly or truly mixed with something. I'm trying to get sponsored. Oh. Well, let's send out some emails. We should. Happy hour. Sponsored by Truly. They might. We have 30 Ooh. listeners per episode. <laughs> they might like that. Yeah, but we're like intercontinental listeners too. We got like, you know, Scotland and California and California's international. <laughs> might as well be. Yeah, might as well be. Um, truly, if you're listening and you would like to sponsor us, I'll I'll take it. You don't have to pay us. You can just give us free Truly. That's fine. Even if it's like a free twelve pack a week, like whatever, bro. Uh, you can find us on Happy Hour. With TNP on Instagram, that's H-A-P-P-Y-T-A-N-D-P. Now, did I leave out our? Is that a, the email or the Instagram? Instagram. I'm bad at spelling fast. Happy Let me start hour over. TNP. Yeah, so truly, if you're listening and you want to sponsor us, you can find us on Instagram at happy hour with TNP. That's H-A-P-P-Y-H-O-U-R-T-A-N-D-P. John, or you know, you know what I'm gonna do. What right now? What I'm gonna take a selfie of myself drinking while we're on the air. Yeah, and then I want you to put it on Instagram. We can tag them. Ready? Okay. And you can also email us if you're from Truly, and you can email us at Happy Hour Guys with a Z at gmail.com. H a p p y g u. Ah, gosh, I can't spell, man. Oh my god. You'll figure it out. Um, we say it every time. It's happy hour guys, H A P P Y H O U R G U Y Z at gmail.com. Oh, I got a text message. It's from me. I know it is. Okay. Look at you go with the crowbar and the fishing rods in the background. <laughs> right. you, can, you can crop that shit. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go. Truly is our first uh, sponsor choice. We're going to go for them first. Cans upside down. All right, hold on. Hold you on, need to be upside on. down. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, be sexy. Sex yeah, sells. Why, why is it? That's weird. Because it's a selfie, so it's backwards. You didn't know that? Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, I can flip it. Don't worry about it. You got it? Okay. You, just go, you just go to edit, and then you can flip it. Okay. Well, yeah, I got you. It. I got you. All right, all right. So what are we talking about tonight, Tom? Uh, Well, speaking of HBO, Patrick, which is where I was watching Safe House... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure when. I should have looked that up. Within the last year or two, um, HBO came out with a documentary called McMillions. McMillions. Yes. Did you ever watch it, Patrick? I did not. I'll be honest with you. Okay. Um, McMillions was uh, a HBO documentary series that chronicled the plot that siphoned off 24 million in McDonald's prizes. From what? So you remember the um, the old Monopoly game from McDonald's? Oh, I remember they started doing you that. you peeled off the... Um, yeah. That was rigged. What do you mean? Tell me about that. Well, what do you know about it? Not much. So go ahead. Why don't you tell me a little bit about it? Okay. Uh, there was a guy named Jerry Jacobson, right? What a stupid name. <laughs> he, well, he went by Uncle Jerry, which is for Of course he did. Of course he did. Um, let me find out where it says it. So Jacobson was uh, in charge of watching the winning pieces being printed. And then he locked them away in a vault 
and they sealed them up, and he would fly from factory to factory, and they, then he was, okay, his job was to take the winning pieces from the print, printer mm-hmm. and then go to the various um, factories distribute. Yeah, yeah. and distribute them so that they would be evenly distributed right. amongst the... Um, do you know how many winning pieces? And so, when you say winning pieces, do you mean like the boardwalk and the like the oh, two main- and the cash prizes that say like, oh, you won a million dollars, you okay. won forty thousand okay. so dollars? How, how do you know how many there were? He claims between fifty and sixty that he stole, but there's no way to know, and it was probably no, no, more. No, that's what I'm asking. Like, how many do they print? I don't know. He did it if for it, the if entire this time. Wasn't rigged. If this wasn't rigged, how many no. people could have won? I guess is my question. Uh, I think fi- he gave out like 50 pieces. Okay. Um, yeah. And it, it says that he started by accident, apparently, mm-hmm. that um, a supplier sent him a package by mistake filled with the metallic tamper-proof seals, mm-hmm. the ones that were used to secure the envelopes uh, filled with the game pieces yep. that he was in charge of delivering. Mm-hmm. And so he was, he was like, well, what am I going to do with these? Like, you know, there was an accident and they don't know that I have them. Mm-hmm. And so when he got the winning game pieces, he would go to the airport to fly mm-hmm. to the other place. Mm-hmm. He'd go in the bathroom at the airport and he would open the envelope seal, swap out the winning pieces for regular ones, and then use those um, tamper-proof seals that they sent him to seal the envelope. Okay. And then he would sell them to his like family and friends, which okay. is why... Almost all of the winners for the big prizes were from like Jacksonville, Florida. Wow. Yeah. So, and this went on. So, so, so this so, went on. This sounds the whole so stupid. Time. Like, wouldn't someone catch on in on that? Like, wouldn't they catch, like, you know, a pattern or something like that? No. And he would train them on what to say when they won and when they did interviews and stuff like that and to say, like, where they got it from. Like, it was like a big ordeal. So, so like he met this one girl, Gloria Brown, which was a friend of his wife on the side of a highway, and she gave him forty thousand dollars cash for a one million. Well, that was my question. Like, what did they give up? Oh, they always paid. How much money did he make? He didn't obviously get the million dollars, but he obviously got something. Uh, Over three million in total uh, on the hush hush. And they never caught. Like, how long did this go for? Um, it started, I don't know, in the early nineties and it was for the monopoly and also the, who wants to be a millionaire. They did a, uh, promotional thing with that too. Well, was it like a span of like five years or like seven years or 10 years? Um, it was more than 10 years. Okay. Um, well, I guess that's the way to do it. You do small amounts here and there, you know, it was every big winner. He took all of the big winners. Really? Yeah. That's stupid. That's greedy. It is. And he got caught. Um, So in 2001, the Jacksonville, Florida FBI Bureau received a tip that the Monopoly's uh, McDonald's Monopoly game promotion was fixed. And the source claims that three previous million dollar winners were all related. And they say um, the mastermind was Uncle Jerry, right? (laughs) Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry. That that name kept coming up. Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry. Which is ridiculous, right? Absolutely it is. And then by pulling information from different databases, the FBI confirmed relationships between multiple million-dollar winners despite their different last names. Uh, Three McDonald's executives flew to Jacksonville, and then the FBI told them, and they were like, well, that that sucks. 
And so to catch the crime ring in action, the FBI asked McDonald's to run the promotion again, despite them knowing that it's rigged. Right. And McDonald's said, we're in. <laughs> Let's get the sons of bitches. Uh, so they run the promotion again, which was produced by their usual um, marketing partner, Simon yep. Marketing. Okay. Okay. And the FBI launches Operation Final Answer, <laughs> which was named after the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire catchphrase. Right, right. Like, this thing that's a real, op- like, the name was. I want to meet the guy who came up with that operation name. Watch the documentary, dude. He's a riot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They interview everyone, uh, everyone who was involved in like the FBI and from McDonald's. It was a fascinating documentary. And um, so Michael Hoover, so they run the thing. And this guy, Michael Hoover, claims a prize. Right. And he's like, I won. I won. And so the FBI gets a wiretap authorized on his phone. Mm -hmm. And then the FBI also set up uh, a fake productions company called Shamrock Productions. (laughs) Which is a phony production company that's a cover to gather evidence from past winners. And so they interviewed, they said they picked Shamrock because it was a sham. Shamrock shake. So, yeah, well, true. <laughs> um, so Michael Hoover won a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And so after Shamrock goes and they interview him and they're like, oh, congratulations, we're just here to do blah, blah, blah. So after they leave, Michael Hoover calls this man A.J. Glum. And the FBI hears Hoover bragging about fooling the production team on the wire. And then the FBI searches the phone records of past winners looking for common numbers. And they find calls to Jerry Jacobson, who is the head of security for Simon Marketing, who is McDonald's partner. Right. So the FBI begins investigating Simon Marketing. They learn their process is incredibly secure. Only only one person with high access could infiltrate it. Who could it be? Uncle Jerry. Uh, the FBI learns of another Jerry Colombo, a member of the Colombo crime family <laughs> and winner of a Dodge Viper in previous McDonald's Monopoly promotions. Uh, the wiretap on past winners isn't proving fruitful, though, so the FBI needs to reason to get them talking about the game again. So under the guise of organizing a winner's reunion in Las Vegas... McDonald's and the FBI reach out to past winners to record new video video footage of them describing their wins. And I think they wanted to see if like their facts would match up to what right, they said right. beforehand. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Um, so Shamrock Productions, a.k.a. the FBI, interviews Buddy Fisher, a one million winner and the father-in-law of Jerry Colombo. Shamrock Productions interviews Gloria Jean Brown, one million winner and a friend of Jerry Colombo's wife, Robin. The FBI discovers that Brown claimed her prize in South Carolina despite living in Florida. She IDs a photo of a Florida McDonald's as where she got her prize. By cross-referencing the phone records of past winners and Jerome Jackson, the FBI learned that Jacobson used middlemen to recruit individuals to claim prizes. This leads the FBI to A.J. Glum and Dwight Baker. Both are added to the wiretap. Um, Baker's sister-in-law, Brenda Phenis, P-H-E-N-I-S, Penis with an H in there. Yep. Phenis collects a 500,000 instant win prize and heads to the airport. Baker fears that she's attempting to flee with the prize that they were going to split. 
After Baker places a call and never hangs up the phone, the FBI overhears him threaten to bury his sister-in-law as he drives to intercept her at the Phoenix airport. Through the He never hung up the phone. Like he thought he did, and then he just didn't. What dumb luck. Oh, my God. Through the conflict, there was a misunderstanding, and no violence comes to pass. The FBI collects footage of Baker and his sister-in-law at the airport and focuses their attention on Baker. Over the wire, the FBI learned of a meetup between Baker and Jacobson scheduled for an hour later. They launch into action and capture the footage of an illicit game piece exchange. With the video and audio evidence mounting... Yeah, an illicit exchange of Monopoly pieces. With the video and audio evidence mounting, the FBI receives indictments for eight individuals on the grounds of conspiracy and mail fraud. To simultaneously coordinate arrests across the country, local FBI teams are fully briefed on the suspects they are arresting and the evidence against them. One local team is the Greenville FBI in a nearby operation ending move. An agent accidentally faxes the entire open case file to the (laughs) Greenville News. Accidentally. What a dumb fuck. You couldn't write this, dude. You couldn't. I know. (laughs) The entire operation just faxes it to the news. Uh, The FBI is able to convince the Greenville News not to publish the story until after the arrests are made. So on August 21st, 2001, the FBI coordinates the apprehension of eight individuals, including recruiters Gloom, Baker, Jerome, Uncle Jerry Jacobson himself. Uh, Robin Colombo, whose husband, Jerry Colombo, died during the McDonald's (laughs) scheme, is indicted while already in prison for check fraud. Winners like Brown and Fisher are questioned and cooperated to avoid arrest. Based on the testimonies of the indicted, more winners are contracted. Or, yeah, contact, contacted. Despite the pile of evidence against him, including nine different counts, Jacobson does not cooperate with the FBI. <laughs> on September 10th, 2011, criminal trials begin. 53 total individuals are indicted. Uh, Jacobson eventually pleads guilty and provides evidence to the FBI in exchange for a potential lighter sentence. Uh, After the attacks on September 11, 2001, national media attention as well as FBI resources are completely diverted to that tragedy. So the trial continues in relative obscurity. Um, The jury returns a verdict of guilty for all accused. And Uncle Jerry only gets served 37 months in prison. What? Yeah. Um, but he's released from prison in 2006, but he now owes $12 million in restitution and forfeiture. Uh, to this day, to this day, he still pays $370 a month toward that debt. He's going to pay that forever. Yeah. Um, wow. Dude, that's like a like a... Goodfellas kind of movie. I know. You can like, see where they made a documentary about it. Dang. What is the documentary called? I got to check that out now. McMillions. McMillions. I'm going to check that out now because I'm all into like the crime. Uh, like, So I've been watching on uh, Hulu. They have a whole bunch of like. The cold real stuff? Life. No. So they have these like these uh, documentaries about like real life murders like Scott Peterson, uh, Chandra Levy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like all these things. And I've been, I've been hooked on them the past like week or so. So. I'm gonna have to check this out because I'm all about that. That stuff is awesome. That stuff, I love that stuff. Um, 
the people involved were such characters. Even oh, like yeah. the FBI guys. Like I can't remember off the top of my head, but they had like different names that they were going to call the operation before they came up with like final answer. Yeah. Um, that were all like McDonald's puns and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Operation Large Fry. <laughs> but it's like, and they show like, you all I mean, the footage from like their interviews and stuff like that. And it's like, it's like really how, riveting. I think it's 10 episodes long. Can you imagine these people who like scammed the system and were like, yeah, I can't believe I won. This was amazing. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like all happy. And the fact that like just basically putting themselves in jail, like as they keep talking. Yeah. They had no idea that it was the FBI right. pretending. And they were like, um, the, the FBI guy was like, yeah, we'd show up to the house and like, we don't know how to use the sound equipment. Like right. we're just like right. holding this microphone at them being like, is this right? Yeah. <laughs> I got to check this out. I would love this stuff. Uh, there's six episodes. They're an hour long. Uh, oh, they came out in fantastic. February of 2020. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, you really, really should. Huh? It's a detailed account of the McDonald's Monopoly game scam during the 1990s as told by the participants in the case, including the prize winners and the FBI agents involved. So like um, Uncle Jerry's wife is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a bunch of people. All, all Yeah. So do they, does, does McDonald's still do that game or no? I don't think they do. Um, I think they do. Really? Yeah, I just read. Okay, is that my phone? Whoops. That's you. Good job. My bad. Um, I don't know where I read it. I'm looking right now. Uh, McDonald's still runs similar promotions to Monopoly sweepstakes, but the corporation has since created an independent promotions task force to prevent future copycats. So they still do it, but they just do it more carefully. According to the Daily Beast, Jerry Jacobson is in his late 70s and in declining health in Georgia. Oh, shit. So. He wasn't in good health to begin with. Yeah. Good luck to you, sir. Yeah. Um, Wow. That is a fascinating story. I just think it's funny that the FBI, like... Just made a joke of it, essentially. They did, but then they also just, like, accidentally... And, like, I really think it was an accident... They faxed the whole operations to the that, FBI. That's like a plot twist in a Hollywood movie. I know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's like, oh, shit. Yeah. The, the, uh, Doug Matthews, I think, was his name, who was doing the interview. He was like, I'm pretty sure that guy got fired. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm not sure. going to you know, say for sure, but I'm pretty sure he's no longer with the FBI. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, 617-738- <laughs> Five five six two. Oh shit! That's what's <laughs> Oh shit! It's just like how stupid can you be? I don't know. Destroy uh, It makes me laugh. Oh my god, that was a good story. I, I was actually riveted listening to you talk about it. Like, I am totally gonna watch that documentary. You should. Like that. Oh my um, god, that, that's just so fast. I remember playing. The Monopoly game in the nineties, and, and then when it like came so back close, out, we're so close, we're so close. You know, I remember when it came oh, back I out when that. I was in like high school, yeah, back when oh, they were catching the good. the peoples. Um, peoples. I remember it went away yeah. and then it came back, and I was all excited. Yeah, um, I remember because I would always and, win like free small fry, right. or you know, free hash brown. And, and if only you knew you weren't going to win shit because it was all a sham because they're trying to catch. Goddamn people. Uncle Jerry. God damn, Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry? I'm glad I don't have an Uncle Jerry. Yeah, I don't know. That was a good story. I, Part of I, me says, good for him. He saw an opportunity that was handed to him. 
because right. of the whole um, seals that he got. Right. And he right. was like, fuck it, you know, like whatever. But he could have done it like once or twice and gotten away with it. It was the fact that he right. did it 50 he to 60 times. It. Like if you gave me, if you put like $200,000 in my pocket, cool, I'm done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm good. Yeah. No, he got greedy and he just kept loose lips sink ships. Right. You know what I mean? It was one of the people that he had given tickets to or whatever that ratted kind of him out. The beans. Right. They were the right. only people who knew about it. Um, right. Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. Moral you do it once story, or twice, people. sure. Moral of the story, people: take what you can get and then walk away. I don't want to say yet. Yeah, sure, it's a victimless crime um, because it did prevent people from winning. Yeah, but someone but, was going to win, so why not somebody you know? But the other thing is, like, how many people went to McDonald's to eat there just to play Monopoly? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I doubt that number is very big. What do you mean? I'm sure. I'm sure. So, when they were running those games, I'm sure their sales went up. Oh, sure, it worked. It's promotional. I, I I highly doubt there were people going to McDonald's for the only reason of trying to get Monopoly pieces. Do you know what I mean? Like they never went to McDonald's ever until the Monopoly game came out. No, I don't think it brought you in new I mean? customers per se. It might have. But it I may think have that upped, upped sales for sure. I definitely think there was a huge craze where people had their Monopoly boards, and oh, they yeah. would go and they'd stick them on. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Um, I definitely I, I think, think it worked for them. But if you're going to think of a victimless crime, to me, this is a victimless crime. Somebody was going to win, and somebody did win. Yeah. It just happened that they were the given a winning piece on the end, inside. Right. Yeah. So like that sucks, but I mean, yeah. who gives a shit? No one got killed. No one, you know. Got well, I'm going to tell you, robbed. some things do happen. A violence does ensue with some of the uh, Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's definitely worth a watch. I don't want to spoil too much, as I just gave everything away. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, no. It, I, I am. I'm going to find a way to watch it because this is very intriguing to me. Yeah, uh, McMillions. I like this type of stuff. McMillions. Yeah, I'm it's a good watch. Check it out. I'm, gonna check it. I'm on vacation next week, so I'm going to check it check out. Check it out. With Dr. Stephen Brule. Check it out. That's right. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about something else. Cool. Bye. Bye. You sound like Bane. I know, seriously. Patrick, you never go against Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry gives you Monopoly, you owe him a favor. You never a, go I'm against Uncle fella. Jerry. I'm a good fella. Um, can I, can I be honest with you, Patrick? What's that? I have never... Oh, don't you say it. ...seen... Oh, my God. ...any oh of the Godfathers. I quit. I tell you, this, this is the last episode of Happy Hour at Tom Pat. So thank you all for listening. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it while it ran. But uh, thanks a lot. I'm known as a movie guy, right? People know this about me. Um, yet I've never invested the time into watching The Godfather. I want to see it. You I cannot, just haven't. You cannot call yourself a movie guy. I've gotten so sick of 
of having the conversation, this conversation that we're having right now, mm-hmm. that when people are like, oh, you've seen The Godfather, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. And then the conversation <laughs> just moves on. Until I know time. enough about it to like hold a conversation. Until the time's like, what'd you think about this? You're like, duh. I'm like, oh, man. When, Vito oh, did, sucked, when, when Uncle Vito did that. <laughs> when Uncle Vito. Like, I'm like, wait, what was his name? And then they say it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. When Bam Margera and Uncle Vito. He went to jail for like touching little girls, oh, right? He, he, he's dead. Well, I know that, but like before he died, he got in trouble for like oh, yeah. underage girls or whatever. Uncle but, Vito. Uh, I've officially disowned you, Tom. Anyway, well, we'll call it even because do you want to just explain to the listeners what you and I were just talking about? That I'm a fucking idiot from <laughs> yeah. our last episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Why don't you get into that? Yeah. So Tom clearly explained what we were going to talk about. About, about Disney the movies. Disney the Disney and thing. I, and I listened to the episode. I contradicted him like four times saying how what a piece of shit he was for not explaining it to me. When in reality, it was very clear and even, very upfront. About even what when we I was texting you and being like, we're not doing these type of movies. We're just doing like classic Disney. And you would respond with something. I'm like, I don't think he understands what I'm saying. He's just like <laughs> rapidly responding because he's busy doing something else. And so I'd like try to clarify again. And he'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, okay. It made for good radio, Tom, okay? I know, but I just want everyone to know that I was right. You were right. You were wrong. I was wrong. Yes. Anyway, Tom, on to our next topic. Uh, It's not about me not watching The Godfather? No, it's not. Great. I'll move move on from that just like you're used to. I'll... Well, I don't know what that means. Uh, I'll watch it. How about that? I'll watch it. Uh, I doubt it, but... All right, fair enough. That's a valid point. So anyway, this is yeah. a new topic, Tom. I, I have a I have a scenario for you. It's pronounced scenario. Scenario. So you've heard of the news, like them wanting to start a base on the moon, correct? Yes. Well, maybe not in the news, but I'm saying they're talking say about wanting to. Yes. They want to start to to help with like the next step to space exploration. Yeah, like yeah. Have like the moon be like a jumping off point, right? Yeah. So let's pretend that you, Tom, were selected to colonize the moon. Interesting. Okay. okay. So there is a base set up. It has all the things you need, a bed to sleep in. It's got all the oxygen you could ever need. You're Great. never going to run out of oxygen, okay? Mm-hmm. It's got about a month's supply of food on it. Okay. Okay. That's not so very you, long. you get to pick another person, another three people to go with you. Mm-hmm. And you get to bring a backpack with 10 things in it. Tricky. But once you launch off Earth, never the, entire, the entire planet blows up. Damn. So the, this is it. Oh, man. So here we go. I want you to go first. What? No, I set up for you. You're going first, man. No, 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 no. I got to look for the Godfather online. You go first. All right. Um, yeah, I want to hear what you say first, and then I'll so, I'll go off. So it. the other three people I'm bringing. Yeah, I hope it's not your family. Wow. Well, how are you going to repopulate repopulate the world with like your children? Can't do that. that that's weird. Exactly. But anyway, so I, when I thought about the three people I'd bring, I thought mm-hmm. of a couple of different things. I need a partner to fulfill some needs. And to love and be in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's my beautiful wife, Hannah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right? Obviously. And then I need a friend to be able to leave my wife. 
because <laughs> I would be getting sick of her. Just kidding, Leanne. I love you. I love you. I love you. So that would be Yano. <laughs> cool. Maybe Yano can do the podcast with you from now on. <laughs> All right, fine. It'll be a toss-up between you and Yano, okay? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. I'm just kidding. I'd bring you, Tom. Thank unless you. you didn't want, unless you didn't want to go. Okay. <laughs> I don't do want to. Do go. you want to go? Your choices are: come to me to the moon, or get blown up on Earth. Which choice? Blown up on Earth. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Fair enough. And then I would. This third person I want to bring is some super smart scientist guy. I was thinking that too. You need smart people around you because I'm because not. Because I need enough. someone to problem solve the issues that come up like yeah. growing food, like what do we do next? Like all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know who that would be, but the third person would be someone that kind of figures all the shit out for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in my backpack, I have 10 things. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a three-gallon jug of water. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I have... A packet of seeds that has potatoes, carrots, corn, and uh, wheat. So yes. in one packet of, of seeds, all of those are in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like mixed together. Right. Got you. I would have... Don't you want to grow those separately, though? I would. But that's what I'm saying. It's all in one packet. I know which seeds are which. Okay. But I'd have all those in one, just to save space. Now, you're going to laugh at me, but this was never a... You know, limitation. I would have a male and a female cow. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. A patch of sod. In your in your backpack. In my backpack. It's a big backpack. A patch of sod. Mm-hmm. I would have um, a big uh, package of manure slash mulch, like dirt. Okay. Okay. Hear me out. You never said no. Okay. No, man. So Whatever you want. want. That's what's two cows, seeds, water, mulch. That's five things. I would also bring <clears throat> um, a saw. For sawing through what? I don't know. C- cow parts? C- um, seeds for a tree, like oak trees or maple trees, something like that. But you're not going to plant them on the moon, are you? Not yet, but maybe Whoa. someday. Um, <clears throat> a multi-tool? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, my favorite snack, like a, just a bag of like potato chips. Something. One bag of potato chips. Yep. You're going to run out of those real quick. Uh, that's fine. I'm just saying it's just something to keep Yeah, yeah, going. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and a nuclear reactor. <laughs> In an Iron Man suit. That's right. So those are my things because maybe I can't use them all as soon as I land, but at Mm -hmm. some point I will need all those things. Now, that's interesting that you wanted to bring cows and mulch and manure Mm -hmm. um, and seeds because I'm thinking, well, NASA has already set up this program. Mm -hmm. The base is already built. Right? I'm not going there to build it myself. Hear me out. I see you're about to talk. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. 
uh, NASA's already built out and stocked this program, this moon base, um, for me to inhabitate. So I won't need to bring manure or seeds because they're already going to have a supply of those. And the nice thing about seeds, when you plant them, what you plant makes more seeds. So the only caveat to that is what I said is the only thing there is somewhere to sleep and all the oxygen you can breathe. Is that what you said? That's what I said. Oh, I didn't catch that part. Yes. Oh, God damn it. So. Um, and you have to, is this just like a survival thing or are you intending to repopulate Dude, Earth has, been blo- Earth has been blown up. So you are the human race. Then I am bringing... Um, Michaela? Start, start with the three people, yeah. Michaela? Yep. And two very fertile female scientists. <laughs> They're going to fulfill multiple needs, okay? So you won't even bring me. You give me shit for not bringing you, and you're yeah. not even going to bring me. Wow. Buddy, I can't populate... <laughs> I can't populate stuff. Yeah, but I can help you populate. What? I can't populate. I mean, I can, but not in the way that I can help you and Michaela populate. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, this is there's another person you can bring. So you can bring a, a fertile female scientist. You and Michaela can do your thing, and you and, and me and the scientist can do our thing. No. <laughs> Pass. I don't know. Um, and uh, listen. Michaela won't want to share me, but I think in the, in the destruction of the human race and trying to repopulate, I hope that she can convert to sister wives. So what whatever she religion that is. What if she doesn't? Then sex with those female scientists are going to get awful That's lonely. why you got to bring me. But that's too many. That's not enough people because you impregnate one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you need someone to take care of that pregnant person. Well, I go off and try to get the other one pregnant. You know what I mean? So you need the three. Well, if you have two couples, right, let's call it. Yeah. So you and Michaela get pregnant, and me and the scientist get pregnant. So I have a boy, you have a girl. They're not related, so they can do their thing, right? And so oh, I, I, can have, I can have another girl, and you can have a boy, and they can be a separate fan. You know what I mean? That's mm, what I'm talking about. That's kind of messy. It can. It will, it will definitely get messy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. My point is that if you are the only male, everyone's going to be related. That's fine. Um, That's fine. I don't care. You can't come. (laughs) It'll work itself out. I don't know. Because it's not like I'm related to these women. Yeah, but their children are all going to be related. Only a little bit. Because they're all going to have the same father. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Not in yeah. space. That doesn't happen in space. Oh, okay. Space is different. Okay. Space is different, Patrick. Gotcha. I'm sorry. Um, I would bring, yes, scientists, female scientists that are incredibly fertile. And NASA will have sorted that out for me. Be like, NASA doesn't exist. No, 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 no. It does you when, have I, to when make they the send choice. me. You have to make this choice. NASA is getting is dismantled. They're getting ready to blow up the world. You're about to get on a spaceship. You got to pick the three. Who's people. sending the spaceship? You. It's my you spaceship? are Elon Musk. You are Elon Musk. Okay, then I'll put an ad in Craigslist and I'll say, are you a fertile female scientist? Hit me up. And then I'll do some background checks. And then I'll be like, yep, yep, yep. Get on my ship. We're going. Um, and so we're there. 
um, with incredibly like smart, having fertile. Three fe- having three females and one male is not a good idea. I hear you. I hear that you. asking I'm, for trouble. I'm, I'm accepting. I'd like to challenge. I don't know, man. Uh, it's not going to be fun. Humanity is doomed. Way. Humanity is doomed. Yes. With me, I'm bringing um, some type of solar panels. Okay. Small solar panels that because the the moon does get some sunshine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you never know when that might come in handy. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's in that? What's in the moon base? All the oxygen you could ever need. Yeah. Places to sleep and cook. Oh, but and no, like cookware. No, like nothing. No. So that stuff. Yes. So like cookware like a full fully stocked kitchen a bathroom and places to sleep and that's it and i'm not gonna run out of toilet paper like i don't that's not no, gonna say like that's that stuff you don't worry about okay yeah. um yeah i would bring some gardening tools okay uh like a like a little shovel and stuff mm-hmm. for for gardening because you have to plant the seeds mm-hmm. um and i had assumed that the moon base would have agricultural things there already but if nope. not i would need to bring that that's right um i guess i would have to bring some chickens mm-hmm. um like my cows yep yep uh because eggs uh oh, that's true. Chickens? actually chickens is a good one yeah, actually between eggs and meat yeah that's actually a good idea yeah good call um i would bring uh so some solar panels some gardening tools seeds for planting of various vegetables and uh, such. I would bring chickens. Mm-hmm. I would bring... Oh, it's tough. Because I'm already getting nervous that like I'm running out of things that I'm allowed to bring. Even though I've you, only named you, four things. You have ten things in your backpack. And like you like I, you saw with me, I brought cows. So you can put whatever you want in that backpack. The cows is a good one because milk is does a body good. Mm-hmm. I guess I need milk. Mm-hmm. You could bring chickens and cows. I'll bring chickens and cows. There you go. Oh, it's tough. That's five right there. So solar panels, gardening tools, seeds, chickens, cows, um, some soap to clean myself. <laughs> That's the least of my concerns. I'm on, I'm on a moon base with three women. I got to keep it clean. I mean, if they want to repopulate, cool. I don't care what I smell like. I do. I'm a nice guy like that, Pat. Um, some soap. Um, a gun. Wow, yeah, that's that's dark. Not for me. But when they try to usurp me and take over the moon base that I have now become king of. I mean, I'll be a sex slave. I don't care. <laughs> okay, Pat. Pat, you asked me to go with you. What kind of what is going on in yeah, your head? To have a bigger gene pool, idiot. All right. Um, I guess like a Kindle with a lot of books on it. Oh, my God. What do you mean, oh, my God? Are you going to the Caribbean for vacation? Patrick, what am I going to do? You have to survive for the rest of your life. And I'm not going to do it by talking to the same three women all the time. Hmm. Right? I need something to occupy my time. I got to read a little. Boom. Okay. Um... Rope. Rope always comes in handy. <laughs> fucking rope. Yeah, fucking rope. What do you think? You're Rambo. That's uh, Boondock Saints. Nailed it. Um, gosh darn it. Um, a beer recipe. I'm going to make my own beer up there. 
That's why I brought the wheat. Yeah, you, smart. You'd, you'd, you'd need some yeast, though. Yeah. Well, I got three women for that. <laughs> hey oh <laughs> Just kidding. That's not nice. That's gross. Is that all your 10 things? Or is that yeah, that was 10 more? things. So let me ask you this, Tom. It sounds like we're both in the same pot here. We're looking to terraform the moon as opposed to trying to leave the moon and go somewhere else. Yeah, I'm just going to hang tight. Yeah. So what do you think would be the hardest thing? So all the things you brought living on a moon base and just forget the fact that you're living with three women for some reason. One of them is the love of my life, Michaela. And the other two are going to be in heat. <laughs> hey, man. Anyway. Hey, man. What would be the hardest thing besides who you're living with about living on the moon? Oh, for sure. Um, all of my family and friends and loved ones being dead. Like, you oh. can't even, like, Skype them. There's no Zoom calls. You know what I mean? Okay. Let me rephrase that. What? Living on the moon with the stuff you have, mm -hmm. what do you expect to be the hardest part about making a life there? Oh cold dark empty vastness of space my friend uh like i don't i might i should probably know this but i don't know uh like how much sunlight does the moon get that's a good question actually that's a really good question let uh, me find out for you like really the quick. dark side of the moon how long is that dark for you know what i mean how long is a day on the moon how long well is how many hours of sunlight on, that's what the, the day is. Well, I guess. <clears throat> because that, so, you know what I mean? So a day on the moon, one day on the moon, solar day, so how many sun hours, yeah. is 29 Earth days. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. So a month. So a month is one day. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to work today. I'll see you in a month. That's that's tough. I think I, that would be the toughest. And then what about a Let night? Let me just make sure I have this right. Hold on. <clears throat> a lunar day lasts 24 hours. Minutes. That occurs because the moon is in the same direction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And how much darkness does it get? How long is night on, on the, the moon? moon? type yeah you know you should because i think that <clears throat> in the case of the moon yeah the face of the moon locked to the earth's surface remains exposed to the sun for about 14 days and the other side is exposed to the sun for the next 14 days so i was wrong so the the moon is is locked in on the sun for 14 days and then it turns to the other side of the moon is locked in on the for sun another 14 days. days. So, so a yeah. day is technically 14 days, a night is 14 days. That's crazy. Um, look at that. We learned something today, Patrick. That's right. So you got two weeks a day and then two weeks a night. Yeah. Um, that so, would be the biggest thing to cope with, I think. Well, that's the other thing is that if you're thinking about growing stuff, <clears throat> you got two weeks straight of sun but then two weeks of darkness. So you either have to have some sort of portable growing light, essentially. I would assume so, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, um, yeah. Because you can't grow earth crops on the moon 
because it's not the same schedule. The other thing I think would be the hardest thing would be actually like just that sense of growing crops. <clears throat> so you don't have, that's why I brought the soil up with me because mm. the earth, the, the, the moon's soil, I mean, I know you're not going to grow crops out on the moon's surface. You can't. But yeah. you're, you're going to need some sort of space to grow these things. And chances are it's not going to be a big space because if you're growing it inside your habitat, which makes sense because it provides more oxygen. I mean, how big can it really be? You know what I mean? How big can that area be to grow those crops? Yeah, not big at all. Um, well, I mean, I was being selfish with my moon base, and I pictured it to be like I a, know. a moon I'm, I'm mansion. Kidding. I know. I was you know messing I mean? with you. Pretend it's just a pretty generic conservative moon base. Yeah. You know, you got your space to sleep. You got space to do exercise. Like, it's not like it's cramped. But it's not like it's this, like these like, modular pods, right? That are connected. And maybe you have maybe you have your growing pod where you have your you know food growing, and you have your pod where you have your animals, and you have your pod where you sleep. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing I'm I'm thinking yeah. about. Yeah, oh, I'm with you. Uh, have you ever seen The Martian? It's a great movie. Uh, but similar to that, where it's like these little exactly. sections. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. he so he grows those crops. If I'm potatoes, not mistaken, he grows them in the the Mars surface. Correct. Um. No, I don't think he did. He used like his own poop and stuff. No, but I'm saying he planted it in the Mars surface and then used fertilizer to help him grow. But I'm huh? pretty sure he planted it in the like the dome was like encapsulating a part of the Mars surface. Maybe I thought he. I can't. Remember. I don't think that's. No, because be he had wrong. like his mask and stuff off. No, and I'm saying that was encapsulated, but yeah. the Mars surface was exposed. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, on the bottom, and so he grew stuff there. I could be wrong there, but that to me would be the hardest part about figuring out how to grow stuff there, because yeah, so farmer, much, I am not. So much depends on that. Like, if you don't grow enough food to feed your animals, they all die. If you don't grow enough food to feed yourself, you die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the food part is the most, because you have like, and then the water part, like I never mentioned there was enough water, right? I assume that there was, if you mentioned air, that there would also be water, but, but that's, that's, why that's why not necessarily true. Of water. You only brought three gallons. Like what do you get? That's like a day. You can make it. Make what? Make water? Yeah. With my pee pee? The plants also help make water. Photosynthesis? Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. Um, so that would be another thing. Water, obviously, and food would be the two big things for me. Like, how do you get that going? Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. I don't... It's tough because there's, like... I guess that's why I would have to bring fertile female scientists with me. Because <laughs> that's gonna, going to solve your water problem, right? <laughs> well, okay. <yeah. laughs> You know what I'm thinking. I do know you what you're know thinking what of. I'm thinking. Oh my um, god, you're a sick bastard. You know that. Yeah. Anyway, no, because they know what they're doing, and I don't. <laughs> I can bring an agricultural scientist. I can bring a, you know, a <laughs> karma sutra scientist. <laughs> I don't know what kind of moon base you're on there, buddy. Is you're the like, one who wants to be the only guy up there. So did you? Did you watch like a? A documentary on Skinamax about like <laughs> astronauts stranded on the moon. What is the uh, porno that Steve Smith tries to write about the rocket ship? They do like the the galactic like space orgy. Do you remember from the, Amer the TV show American Dad? Yeah, when they're writing for like a porn actor, 
Oh, him and Roger are writing up. Yeah. And he writes about the space, like, rocket ship that refuels, like... And they wrote, like, a (laughs) 30-page script for a porno or something like that. Oh, you guys wouldn't get that, but I'm Yeah, that's a... I can't remember what the specifics were, though. Yeah. You want to talk about reality? (laughs) Let's talk about reality. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that episode. No one's going to invest in a 30-year space orgy if they don't have fuel cells. (laughs) Um, no, I, I would be fucked. I would not be the one to go to the moon and be like, yeah, I can handle this mission to the moon. Oh, I would die. I would die. Within yeah. I mean, I have no skills that would, you know, but if I'm thinking about what's going to give me the best chance to survive, it's people who know what they're doing. Sure. But if you're the only guy, human race is fucked. Uh, yeah, but I'm not. I mean, well, well, I are, am, but <laughs> I am, but I'm not. But the human race is not. Yeah, is. I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I would. I would love to bring my uh, lovely partner Michaela, oh but I don't know what what she could add. She's actually very good at growing things, so she could be my growing expert. So she could growing things on the moon. Theoretically. You know, I can't say that she's not good at growing things on the moon. So there you go. You can't disprove it. You can't disprove it. I would be so bored on the moon because obviously you don't. Oh, I would just, I would just put my spacesuit on and just go walk until I die. Yeah, I would just start you. walking. I gotta go just out for walking. cigarettes. I'll be right yeah. back. Start walking. See yeah. what happens. You know. Yeah. I gotta go find Uncle Jerry. Uncle yeah, Jerry, where are you? <laughs> Don't refuse Uncle Jerry. Um, no, I have I would I have no skills. And I also the fourteen day, fourteen night thing, like obviously you would sleep for eight and then work twelve and then sleep for eight and work right. twelve. But you it wouldn't would get, do four you know what I mean? It would get consuming. It would be awful. Mm-hmm. Also, the other thing you gotta think of is if the earth blew up. Would the moon still have the same orbit? No, it wouldn't. And it would definitely get affected by that blast. And it would probably just go off into space and you'd all die anyway. Yeah. So there you go. What a bummer. Problem problem solved. You couldn't just say desert island? (laughs) No, we're going to the moon. Okay. Um, If you went to a desert island to do a a 10-year survival study, could you do it? Nope. A one-year survival study? I'd be scalped within the first two days. No, if they're like, you and this team, it's your team. You know, you have to go survive. We'll give you these things. You have to, like, start your own community. Could you do it? Well, that's a little easier, I think. But you're on a, you know, deserted island. You don't have... I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's easier than living on the moon, though. Yeah. Yeah, the moon's tough because it's just, like... It's dead. Like, you can't... It's so quiet. And dead. And dead. And cold. Dead. And dark. Except for the aliens. Although, there you go, friendly neighbors. There you go. Like Mr. Wilson from uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> or Dennis the Menace. Oh, he's a rascal. You don't want him as a neighbor. Nope. Can you imagine a little alien Dennis the Menace? <laughs> I'd boot that kid off the orbit. <laughs> Just keep going and going and going. Boot him off into space. Hey, Dios mío. Well, Patrick, it's about that time. It's been a pleasure, Tom. It's been an always. absolute pleasure. So um, just a heads up to listeners, we might be off on recording for the next week or so because uh, I still got to finish some schoolwork, so I do apologize. So, How's that going, Fred? 
I'll be done this week, hopefully. We'll see. Good. Good to hear. Yeah. Glad to hear. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, I was looking at a calendar, Patrick. Yeah. And I, you know me. I like to plan ahead. Um, yeah. March. March? Yep. March 17th, Patrick. I don't know if you know this. Is St. Patrick's Day. What day of the week is that? It's a Wednesday. Ooh, whiskey Wednesday, huh? <laughs> well, I thought maybe we'd want to do a St. Patrick's Day power hour. I love it. Um, and you'd be into that? Is we that something I, you'd be interested in? We can do an Irish-themed power hour and talk about Irish topics. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, like green beer. I like it. I like it. I'm if you down. guys have any other suggestions for us, you can find us on Instagram at Happy Hour with TNP. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or you can email us at happyhourguys at gmail.com. There you go. H-A-P-P-Y-H-O-U-R-G-U-I-Z at gmail.com. Tom, this is a good episode. Thank I you for it. sharing your McDonald's stuff yes. with us. Um, there's lots of news articles about it. There's lots of, um, I think there's a podcast about it before the um, HBO documentary came out. So here's the deal. I'm going to watch that docuseries. You have to watch The Godfather and we'll have an episode where we come back and report on it. I was just looking for it. I don't think it's, um, it wasn't on Netflix. It wasn't on Hulu. It's not on Prime. Um, you, you could just go, you know, buy it. It's probably well, not that expensive. I don't want to, you know, I might not like it. Then you could throw it away. We could do a mafia episode too. Ooh. Like like a departed type of stuff too. Departed? Like a like a any kind of organized crime episode. Yeah. Like Black Mass. Yep. Yep. Um Goodfellas. Um Casino. Casino. Anything about um organized crime. Love it. Love, Love every it. second of it. So tune in um to that. That's coming. Um, Pat, you want to give him our sign-off? Uh, remember to don't bring three females to the moon if you go there. Yeah, I'm regretting a, that's that. A, that's, a, that's a horrible idea. Well, it may or may not be. Um, and also remember to watch The Godfather. Yep. Except the what third else? one, because the third one's no good. Yep. What else, Tom? Um, don't play the Monopoly game, because you won't win. Stay positive. But test negative. And remember... Tune in. Tune in for the next one because the next one is the best one. Is the best one. All right. Good job. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Well, I'd like to visit the moon on a rocket ship high in the air. Yes, I'd like to visit the moon, but I don't think I'd like to live there. Though I'd like to look down at the earth from above I would miss all the places and people I love So although I might like it for one afternoon I don't want to live on the moon